Hey, it's time for Priority Pastor. Well, good day and welcome back to Priority Pastor. This is Darren Ride. And the question of the day is, is church broken? Is the way we do church broken? Is your church broken? And by broken, I mean, is it accomplishing the purpose for which it is intended or is it doing something else? I had a call the other day with a, a coach slash consultant, and I was talking about the challenges of pursuing alternative models of church life, which is what I'm doing. I'll, I'll share more about that in the future. And, and doing so in such a way that it wasn't unnecessarily subversive, damaging to existing churches, to uh, Christians, to pastors, you know, could be discouraging and undermining to them. And I'm in a situation where uh, I've been working on conceptually an alternative model of church that, you know, you might categorize as house church, though it's not. You might categorize as missional community, though it's not exactly that that probably leans more towards missional community than, than house church. And I've actually, there's a church that has agreed to partner with us in that uh, in, a, in a kind of oversight way, which is just, we're so grateful, it's so outstanding, and our, our denomination as well is looking at a partnership that way. And as I've been looking at what it means to pursue, to aggressively seek to build a different kind of church, I've been wrestling with that question. How do I do this without being a jerk? I, I refer to this as jerk-free subversion because in a way, any alternative model undermines or challenges existing models. And how do you do that without being a jerk? Anyway, I was chatting with this consultant who I highly respect, and I'm not going to share his name, though he probably wouldn't care, uh, but I'll just uh, not share it at this point. And I asked the question, how, like, how do you do this? How, how do we go about this properly without unnecessarily damaging, discouraging existing churches and pastors. And his response, and this is paraphrased, obviously, and this is kind of the intent of, of what I recall, he basically said, we know that the traditional way of doing church is broken. It's a broken model. We know it's a broken model. We have lots of data to show it's a broken model. And any objective person would conclude it's a broken model. And billions and billions of dollars are being spent on this model with very little return from a kingdom standpoint, very few disciples being made. And that really was the metric we were talking about, making disciples, which is the metric. We're called to be disciples who make disciples. And his point was that the way we do church is not generally effective in making disciples who make disciples. And, you know, I have to agree with him. I have to look at myself and say, how much of a disciple am I? How much of a disciple maker have I been in my pastoral ministry over the years? And, you know, when you dig down and do the, the hard introspection, at least for myself, the answer is not terribly flattering. And when I look at the churches I pastored, even the most effective moments in the lives of the churches I pastored as a regular pastor yeah, the, at the best points, there were some people being saved, sometimes a lot of people being saved, but very few became people who actually were passionately following Jesus as a way of life, who brought others with them. A lot of times in my most effective churches, a lot of people were coming to faith and that was kind of the end game. You know, praying a prayer, maybe even truly repenting and believing, being baptized. A few of them got involved in reaching other people, but the true disciple-making reproduction 
uh, really wasn't happening. The multiplication, the reproduction was happening. You know, some people were getting saved, becoming followers. But, you know, the multiplication where someone who becomes a disciple creates another disciple who creates another disciple, that wasn't happening that well. So so my question is, if you if you look at your ministry or the church you're involved at or yourself personally, is is something systemically broken? Is there something going on that's interfering with making disciples or is it just not even on the radar? You know, a, a lot of churches we know are optimized or were optimized around the weekend event, doing a good, what we believe a good service with good music and good teaching, maybe maybe even some true interaction after or before the gathering, um, some vision casting. And they were, you know, great events for what they were trying to accomplish. But in a lot of cases, maybe if we're honest, most cases, disciple making wasn't happening. So so that's really just a question to mull on right now. And again, I'm wrestling with the issue of how do we, how do we honestly discuss these things without becoming unnecessarily discouraging, unnecessarily subversive? Another part of the answer this, this fellow made on the call was he said, you know, because we know it's broken, he says, I no longer walk on eggshells around the topic. We just need to address it head on. And so I'm wrestling that through. Even as I look at doing alternative kind of church, you know, working in areas and regions where there are existing churches with good-hearted people, serving God often at great cost, physically, financially, relationally, health-wise, wrestling through how do we do this without being jerks. And if you have any easy answers to that, let me know. But I think we at least on the personal level need to be honest and evaluate our own disciple making or not, and begin to shift our lives and our ministries toward that, because that is the call, and it's a high call. I look forward to sharing with you more in the future about some of the steps we're taking to build that kind of a ministry. Thanks for listening today. Wisdom and grace to you. Keep following the one true leader and figuring out what it means to be a disciple who makes disciples. God bless. Press on. Thank mm-hmm. you.